0: Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Today's guest is Irina Alexandrova. Irina is the director and owner of Equus Terra. It's a therapeutic horse riding centre. We'll find out a little bit more about Irina and about the centre in a minute, but how are you today, Irina?
1: Very good. Thank you so much for asking. It's just very hot today.
0: (laughs) It is. It is certainly quite warm and uh, warm for the horses as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now,
0: Irina, I know that you specialised in therapeutic writing. I know that you, you know, you've done a lot and worked with quite a few different abilities. And I think, you know, you're sort of looking at Special Olympics. But first of all, I should say, what is your favourite quote? We want to find out. I do want to find out more about you, but um, let's start off with your favourite quote.
1: Look, my favourite quote is actually a little bit from the spiritual, I guess, world, mm-hmm. and it goes: um, "There is no path to happiness." Happiness is the path. Um, that is apparently said by Buddha. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of the, I think the older we get, the more we understand that we need to treasure every moment. And um, we need to learn to be happy with what we've got. Working with special needs kids and riders, adults, it's definitely teaching me that. It's teaching me and everybody else around me to treasure what we have, to be thankful for what we have, and um, utilize it to the maximum, not, not whinging about it, but actually turning the disabilities, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. to abilities. We actually don't like the word, you know, abled riders, because we believe that our special needs riders are very abled. Yes. Yes. So okay. that is how this quote, I guess, is turned a little bit for me with my particular work that I do.
0: Mm, mm, I'm glad you explained it and how it's relevant to you too because I think sometimes the quotes from Buddha, you hear them, but you've got to listen to them a little bit deeper and digest them and and really mm. get what the meaning is behind it.
1: Mm, mm. Mm, and mm. it goes to the rest of, the, of your life outside of horses as yes, well. It, that's, yes, yes. Oh it's all kind of like once you realize and it really sinks in the world around you becomes with a much different much brighter colors mhm
0: mhm yep yep now the whole therapeutic writing how did that come about did you you know to come about early did you have a mixture of
1: skills can you tell us about that Look, I used to train people, um, you know, just purely the word of mouth. It's like, oh, can you please teach us, you know, how mm, to ride? Mm, and yes. this person, that person popped in that, like, most of us uh, of us start this way. Yes. And then um, just about three years ago, I met my first student just by accident, right? When I decided that I need to explore a little bit more um, what we say in Russia is called hypotherapy. So there is a lot of different terminology about it, you know, uh, Um, It's hypotherapy, it's therapeutic horse riding, there is some equine assisted learning, equine assisted therapy. There's a lot of different words about it, but it's pretty much just working with the horse, either on the ground or on their back. And once I've got this first student and he was with autism, and uh, I started exploring autism and what are characteristics and how do we see, how can we help, and completely contradicting everything that I saw this person was doing in the saddle, and I thought, hold on one second, this doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. I, you know, I read about autistic people not being able to multitask, but horse riding is multitasking. Not only we have to remember our posture, where we're going, how we're going to get there, remembering what I said we're going to do next. So it's quite a multitasking activity. And everything that I read about autism started just just being completely opposite once the riders were in the saddle we tend to teach our riders to be independent of course to the best of their abilities and also to their maximum safety so if i have somebody who doesn't really understand how to stop the horse or if he can't stop the horse on a clue for me that will not be very wise from my side to let this person ride you know just in case if something might just frighten the animal all of a sudden So we do work with people on the ground, teaching them grooming, horsemanship. We also are um, the registered center for Ready, Set, Trot program. So they can go through that program with us. So we can expand into the feeds and rugging and looking after them. But we also tend to chuck them on the horse and... um, and just help them work through a lot of the issues that they have, which is lack of of confidence, high anxiety, um, low core muscle tone, uh, inability to be focused. A lot of people come through with ADHD or ADD, and the animals seem to make them change their life completely, not just in the arena Mm -hmm. but also outside and we have some huge success stories every every single one of our riders had a success every single one on the different degrees different levels but we have some phenomenal changes like I have one girl who stood up from the from the wheelchair she was rejected by riding for the disabled she came in to me We start working with with this kitty and she's already, you know, uh, looking forward to start riding in the Paralympics uh, program. And um, she's on crutches and she's just about to drop one of them, start working with just the support of one. So this is, you know, this is something that is just blows your mind when you see that in real life and how much it makes a difference to other people. Mm -hmm. So it's about three and a half year old uh, journey for us. And... um, you know, we have three foreign choirs each week at least and we're there are three coaches already working on the ground. We are uh, we're thinking about opening up a branch up in Townsville. Um there is a lot of happening, and one of our kids is going to Special Olympics World Games, um, representing our country. There are only four riders from the whole country, wow, and one of good. our girls is, um, you know, among them.
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah. not 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 a lot of publicity, unfortunately, said about the Special Olympics as much as Paralympics. And for us, it's important that people um, in our equestrian world. Stop looking at people with special needs as not capable, they're very capable. They can have the softer hands and much gentler and more profound communication with the animal even though they have autism and they might have some limitations, Mm. but the sport is open for everybody. The communication with the horse is open for everybody. And we hope that Equestrian Queensland will support us in that as well and they start recognizing Special Olympics achievements as also achievements. If someone's already teaching,
0: you know, they might already be an instructor and be teaching people. And to be a therapeutic coach, what additional skills do they need and what sort of person do they need to be? You know, think about their character traits and um, to go from coaching.
1: First of all, you know, they need to be very empathetic, very Mm -hmm. empathetic and never ever even dare to look at this person um, like down their nose, you know what I mean? So we need to, our students, our riders, because we have all ages, our youngest is two and a half, And our oldest, I had the lady, 82, who came in riding. So it's not limited by age at all. It's not all about achieving high results and, you know, bringing ribbons in the competition. It's about understanding. I think it's almost... um, it's not just teaching horse riding in a regular sense where you can throw a lot of the instructions. It's being able to disseminate them and to mine a little part mm. and understand really well which part goes after which part. You know, when we're teaching, for example, hold. You know, what What actually my body is doing as the rider, so then I can actually project it and explain it for somebody who doesn't understand the world in the same way as me. So it does take a lot of them. It's a lot of the personal qualities. It's a lot of, I would say that the coach has to be intelligent and very observant as well much more so than with the regular horse riding teaching. And it needs to be a special person. We, you know, I just like the the girls that are working with us, you know, our coaches, they're all mature. Um, Or if they're not mature, you know, in terms of the age, they're mature in the experience. They might have somebody in the family with autism or disability and understand that. From that perspective, that helps them then to become a much better, a much more understanding and much more attentive coach. Mm, mm, mm. But I think that's also, you know, in a way, it's also relates to the regular coaches who teach abled kids, I I have to use that word, you know, for the, for the sake of clarifying it, we forget we just want them to trot on the second lesson, we want them to canter on the third lesson, you know, within the first month, without thinking what is involved to actually treat the animal with respect, and at the same time be a successful rider to understand and feel your own body, to be able to pass on the correct signals to the horse. So, you know, we use the weeps, we use all kinds of different, you know, crazy aids, I guess, to make the animals clean. And then we have falls all the time and people get discouraged. I have so many people who had really bad experiences in the past because they've been to places where they fell on the second, third, fourth lesson, never to come back to something that they love doing. But they had a big fright. The fright was bigger than the desire to be with horses.
0: Yes, Yes, yes. What do you think is the best thing about working with people with disabilities?
1: Oh, with disabilities, they teach us to be better humans. They teach us to be better humans. They teach us to be understanding. And, and you know, our kids and um, writers with ASD, with autism, yes. um, they're just very straightforward. Mm-hmm. They are very literate. They, if they say, you know, you say to them, sit up in the saddle, they will raise themselves up in the saddle <laughs> So instead of sitting straight. So they're teaching us to be careful with what we say, how we say it. They're teaching us to be with them in this moment. Not to think about, you know, am I going to meet up my boyfriend, you know what I mean, for yes. a, a drink at bar later, or what I'm going to do shopping, you know, wise in calls. Mm. No, we're right here. We're every moment. How did you feel? Good. Watch your hands. Watch soft wrists. You know, sit up a little bit straighter. Perfect. Heel. a very good boy to, or very good girl to be able to um, just praise or pull them back a little bit. What was good? What was bad? Let's work on that a little bit. You can do better. And my favorite phrase in my place, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. When I hear from my riders, no, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Because I know as a coach what you can do. I've seen you do it. I've seen you pushing yourself. I want you to push yourself just a little bit more and then you will achieve success. Okay. And these kids that are the riders that don't have any other activities, they otherwise sit and at home with iPads or iPhones they can't participate in the team sports, all of a sudden their world changes when they come close to the horse and they start riding the horse. Their whole world changes. And in turn, that changes the world of their family, the dynamics within their family, everybody else around them, including the school, including their social life, it becomes richer it just you know it's just like a big not a ripple effect where there is a big you know big big um circle to start with and then they go smaller smaller with us it's like the other way around it's like a snowball from small to the big yep. and that is that is fantastic that yeah, is
0: fantastic yeah. Mm. yeah yeah i'm just thinking you know if you've got an individual cuz i i understand the whole rewards that you're getting from this but do you have an individual you could give us a case study of what they were like when they started and what the progression was i don't know if you want to talk about the the one who's going to the special olympic the world games or or just someone who's made great progress from you know rather than than it being in a general point but a person you can tell us about
1: Linus, for us, you know, because every special needs person is very different, Mm. um, we can't, um, and they they also have a very unique disability, let's put it. Even if it's autism, autism is very, very different for each one of them. And if it's uh, quite often with autism comes ADD or ADHD, anxiety, a lot of the complex needs, So there are more people with complex needs and tiny little achievement for us. If somebody who is in the wheelchair I have this one boy in the wheelchair he is, he can't communicate he can sometimes give us phrases via his iPad yep. but he is also you know physically impacted as sure. well I put him on the horse I take the horse off the lead and I tell him zigzag around the cones with signs yeah. and all of a sudden the skid actually <laughs> thinks ahead yes. you know where he can't yes. communicate in any other ways I can see I jump with joy and I'm just about to burst into tears at the same time because for us it's achievement. I've already mentioned the girl who stood up from the wheelchair and went on crutches. That is something that... you know, that she combined her passion with her tenacity and her physical strength that was being built up, Mm. also doing occupational and physiotherapy, you know, but not to that extent as horse riding, that she walks in into our paddock and walks her uh, 20 meters to where we groom the horses. Then she uses crutches to groom the horse. Mm -hmm. Then she gets in the wheelchair, rides in, and without my support using one crutch, she gets in the saddle and off she rides. Yeah. And she can do rising trot where she can't walk. She can do rising trot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an achievement. Yes. But all the sporting competitions, participation in Special Olympics, it's um, it's like an additional bonus for us. You know, it's like when the kids are cap- uh, car- capable of. Um, you know, riding the test, going into the into the competition environment, be there by themselves on the unknown horse because we do get a lot of billet horses. We don't mm-hmm. take our horses anywhere unknown horse apply the same techniques, the same skills that they already have established. And they come in with four gold medals, you know, from the nationals. Out the whole country, this kid comes in with four gold medals, you know. Yep. It's just a, a massive achievement for her mm, and for mm. us as well because we created Mm, we created the environment where she can feel comfortable and she rides with a smile. Every time she rides, (laughs) uh, she goes trotting. There's a huge smile on her face. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is just improving the quality of life. I mean, even mine, a little thing, if I have a kid who doesn't really talk much, he's considered nonverbal. you know, and, and he will sleep better through the night after his horse ride, Making allowing his parents to sleep in a little bit to be more rested to look after him that is an achievement for us a massive yes. achievement, yes, yes. So, the you know what I mean, the teachers oh, ask to recognize that it's not just the ribbons, it's the sport and being with a horse, it's not just about the ribbons, it's little wins that are nothing for the abled people they are huge for us and we love them and we cherish each for each of these achievements. Irene, you talk about this
0: with such passion. You love I am very it. You can, yes, yes, <laughs> I you can it. you can hear it. that in your voice how passionate you are about it and how how proud you are when they make these you know what are perceivably small achievements for us but huge life changing achievements mm. for them. Yeah. Yep.
1: We've just done the competition in August. I've taken 27 of our riders, four mm. of our horses, to the local the pony club. We opened that up, that competition. It was not you know, exclusive for us. It was inclusive. The pony club people were also participating. We sent the tests in advance. We wrote those two tests from Special Olympics and um, 27 riders. Everybody nervous. I could tell that. Yeah. I had to walk yes. with them in their yeah, twenty four five hours in that sense, next to pretty much all of them, but they were all most of them were riding independently. So proud of each one of them. They all completed the test. Some of them said Irina, I know the test ride independently. Yep. Fantastic. You know, what can what else can I expect? And mm. not mm. a meltdown, not a cry, not a flip, not tantrums, nothing. They yep. all ran like troopers. So Very proud good. of them. Very good. Just unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Just thinking about the horses that you have. Tell us what you look for in a school horse, in the type of horse that you can use for therapeutic riding.
1: Look, I don't really kind of you know, search for a particular personality trait, for mm-hmm. example. We have, at the moment, we have seven horses, but we will or actually we we'll have six. One is just to replace the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm looking for, and I think it goes not just for therapeutic horses, we look for a good human imprint right from the birth of the horse. So when I take an animal at the age of two, which I have now, for example, we've got one baby. He, mm. he has had such a positive experience with a human being. All he wants to do is come over and cuddle. Mm. And because I don't rush them when we're retraining them or training them new things, I don't rush them. I need the horse to be happy, to comply with what we want to do. So if I teach them to take the saddle for the first time, or if I teach them to do, you know, side pass, I have a treat with me, and I don't hesitate to give him a treat, you know, when he is learning a new thing, and then I slowly withdraw that. So every time when I need to pick up my animal from the paddock, I walk in there like, you know, the donkey in Shrek. Pick me, pick me, pick me, which one of us you want to do? And if they're so trusting, and if they're so, you know, through their trust, they're confident in you, they're confident with anybody else in in general. So we don't teach our horses, you know, like I don't fall off their sides all the time, you know, I don't slide their bum, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't do any crazy things to desensitize them, Because the horses in general that we teach, and we teach it slowly and patiently, um, they're just so confident in us, they can allow us to do anything. Mm. Do you want to drag the tarp over me? Fine. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm just thinking, okay, I need to experience. Oh, yeah, just don't close my eyes completely. I'd like to see something. You know what I mean? That's it. So when we have a person who is using the crutches and they need to actually... As they step up, they need to lay across the neck of the horse. The horse actually lifts up his neck to support this person. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, lay lengthwise. Then they slowly slip the leg over and then they slowly raise themselves up. The horse is not flinching. It's not going anywhere. You know, even if the crutch falls on top of them, for example, you know, or on their side because they trust us. They're right there for us. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 that thing that we're looking for a horse who wants to be with humans. The mm-hmm. horse that, of course, doesn't have them. You know, or any of these nasty devices. They don't want to strike me. You know, they don't have any reason to strike me. Yes. I can hang on yes. their tails. We can go around their backs. They're not kickers because uh-huh. they know. You know, there is nothing for them to be scared of to kick and run away, or defend themselves in ways with us. Mm-hmm. So. That that's that's what we're all you know that that's how we choose our animals and yes. I have two four year olds you know one two and a, two and a half coming you know he's being broken in gently mm-hmm. worked on mm-hmm. and then we have a twelve year old a nine year old a seventeen year old and retired twenty six year old fellow but we don't use him of course but um, okay. different ages but all very calm very relaxed horses all mm mm-hmm. If you're an equestrian coach
0: or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look. Horsechats.com. What about the people who assist? Do you get parents coming in or other people from the community who come in who say, look, I, I just like to help you. i just like to help you. You know, I really like the message
1: that you're putting out there. What can I do to help? Do you have people like that? We do have people like that, um, uh-huh. people who are passionate about, you know, like, making a difference yep. um, for somebody else. Um, It's a little bit tricky when they don't have any horse background. So it's almost like we do have to spend time without teaching them, you know, everything but horsemanship before we can really get some help Um, and you have to teach them how to lead the horse correctly how to maintain the pace you know that we need for a person with cerebral palsy for example our horses roam free in our paddock so we um, we have a, an arena where we ride it's fenced off uh, for safety of course we have a, a covered area where the parents try to sit but the horses also think that this is a great opportunity for them to hang around with everybody so we have a little bit of a crowded situation yes. <laughs> with um, I don't know four or five horses all jammed up under this, you know, under this cover, right next to the arena, so they yep. can be right next to us, uh, blocking the view for the parents. <laughs> but a lot of the parents, you know, saying would like to come and help, and then if they're available for certain times, as again, because we do have a lot of riders who ride independently, mm-hmm. I don't need sidewalkers that I that I used at RDAs. So it's very rare when I do have maybe about three, four people uh, within a week that I might need somebody else there just in case, you know what I mean? Yes, Just in case if something goes wrong. Uh But in general, most of our riders, even the ones, the parents are very happy sometimes to walk and the kids like that fact of security of the parent right next to them. Um, Even though, you know, sometimes I think, or maybe, maybe I shouldn't, but then a lot (laughs) of the kids, they just love their parents right next to them, you know? Yes,
0: yes. Yes.
1: and having fun as well and for the parents it's also i quite often take their hand and put on the back of the rider and i say can you feel the muscles working mm-hmm. i said you you mm-hmm. might think that we're not doing anything but walking but the actual horse passes two and a half thousand impulses in the human body in 20 minutes of walking that's a lot yes so every step as you know the horse makes there is a lot of work that goes into our bodies that's why we use it for cerebral palsy, for example, or for weak core muscles. The parents appreciate an opportunity to feel what the horses are doing to a rider's body. Sometimes the parents say, Oh, oh yeah, no, he's riding, yeah, it's all right. I said, You get in the saddle. Okay, mm. here we go, your turn. And I check the parent on and they're like, Oh my god, I've <laughs> never even thought it's going to be so wobbly. It's yes. so, yes. you know, unstable. I said, That's exactly right. Now mm. think about your son. Sorting around, remembering the instructions, remembering his test, and dealing with a 500-kilo Flesh that might just think whatever yeah. he wants to think, you know. All yep. of a sudden, yeah. so we do we do have members of the of the public, and we do have um, some younger, um, you know, maybe like uni students coming through. We mm-hmm. do a lot of educational work with QUT, for example, Faculty of Learning. Their students, um, the pre service teachers. Um, they come in to do the community service with us once a year.
0: Yes. So this is
1: when I teach them to volunteer at the same time learning about special needs because their classrooms will be full of the kids with special needs, Mm -hmm. with high anxieties, with ADD. And these future teachers need to know how to recognize that and how to help and how to get the best out of them. Yep. Through yep, us, sure. through us, you know, mm, watching mm. us work with them. Yep, yeah. So, all
0: right. right. And what about? I know you said that you're thinking about opening up a, a centre in Townsville. What else have you got going on in the next twelve months or so?
1: Well, we actually, my very, very big ambition, and if you write us, if your listeners are feeling passionate about that you know i'm more than than happy to discuss it with them and have them involved as well mm. i would actually like to set up a precinct for people with special needs a mm-hmm. one hub one stop destination where these people can come in and spend the whole day doing a variety of different activities including horse riding Including urban farm, including gardening, arts, crafts, pottery, woodcraft, uh, performance arts center. Um, ballet, yoga, specialized gym, expand to the sw- specialized swimming pool, all in one hub. There is no such thing in in the whole southeast Queensland, and I dare say, mm-hmm. I'd like Brisbane to be ahead of everybody else. We're talking about making Brisbane in the top ten most livable cities in the world, but we forget about fifteen percent of disabled population. We need to think about these people. Yep. And yep. with NDIs rolled out. They do have some funding, but they don't have places to use this funding at. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of these people, they can't attend the regular activities. We have to make something specialised for them. Yep. yep, So this is my ambition. This is what I'm you know, working toward. Uh, the Minister for Disabilities is very supportive of us. I just need to inspire somebody in Brisbane city council to understand the importance of it and help us get the land and grants and start moving forward with this particular project. Yeah. And the same time, Abu Dhabi in March, um, this year, next year. So that is when my my girl goes to world games. Mm -hmm. Um, and just expanding, you know, just we're softly expanding. I don't want to go crazy, you know, overboard because I need to make sure we have the right people and right horses on board. But I don't want to be big, you know, like I don't want to have 30 horses. It's going to be a very boutique, very specialized, very service oriented and customer oriented Okay.
0: Okay, on. Yeah. good,
1: mm. good. Okay, now, Irina,
0: would you be able to, just in a, a sentence or a couple of sentences, sum up your philosophy about therapeutic riding?
1: That's a hard one. <laughs> 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 After everything that I have said in yeah, one sentence, it's yeah, hard. I wanted to, you know, three or I think or four. therapeutic yeah. horse riding mm-hmm. expands the horizons, gives a better quality of life, ability to to live happier and healthier life through the connection to the most beautiful animal on earth, the horse, that can give us so much, asking for so little Mm -hmm. in return. Mm -hmm. And we need to respect, cherish, and understand our animals as well as our riders. um, Okay. And um, look after them, that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, now Irene, if people would like to contact you, what's the best way?
1: Well, apologies, there is a rubbish truck coming through. Oh, <laughs> so that's
0: okay. Look, while you do that, they can go to horsechats.com, search for Irina.
1: I r I r I n a. Yes. N-A, yeah. Or finding our Equacera website. It's E Q U U S T E R R A. We come up, you know, if you do the Google search on um, Horse Riding Brisbane or Horse Riding Autism Brisbane, we come up there.
0: Okay. All right. Then. right Otherwise, right it'll the
1: be... Top, so we are happy to be in touch and, you know, and, and um, share our ideas and views with anybody. Perfect. It needs to be all inclusive. It needs to be for everybody. You know, it, There's nothing to hide if we're all thinking about the client well-being. That's yep. all.
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. All right. And that website again, it's equisterra.com.au dot AU or go to horsechats.com. Search for Irena, I R I N A, or you can go to horsechats dot com slash Irena Alex Sandrova, but just in case you've missed that because it's a little bit of a tongue twister, just go and search for Irina, I R I N A, and um, you'll find out Irina's contact details. So, Irina, thanks for coming on. Thanks for your time. We um, look forward to talking to you again about some of your, you know, just going into a little bit more depth into some of the things that you do. It would be really good.
1: Thank you so much, Glennis, for having me. That's okay. Really that. Thank you so much.